If you've ever had a difficult conversation with an employee, then this episode is for you. What I'm about to share with you in this episode of Making a Manager is quite possibly the simplest formula that you've ever seen for tackling just about any difficult conversation you need to have with an employee, or even your spouse or your child for that matter. And all you need to remember is just three simple steps. To the ambitious new manager, the big question is this, what does it take to be a great manager? Well, great managers know how to motivate and build a great team. Great managers know how to win trust and respect, make an impact and achieve their goals. And great managers get promoted again and again, and they make more money because of it. So how do managers like you, who are bootstrapping your own careers, join their club? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name's Michael Barrell, and welcome to Making a Manager. As I said, what I'm about to share with you in this episode of Making a Manager is quite possibly the simplest formula that you've ever seen for tackling just about any difficult conversation that you need to have with an employee. Welcome. Thanks for listening. It's an honor to spend some of my day with you and to have your ear for just a few moments. I'm excited for today's episode. I love talking about doing things that can sometimes scare the crap out of us and having those difficult or awkward conversations with employees can definitely fit into that category. Plus, I also want to give you a free gift as well to really nail down what we're about to cover and make it even easier to have those tricky conversations with employees and to ultimately just get better at giving effective feedback to your employees. Here's what it is. I've made a short guide called the Employee Feedback Swipe File. Inside, I show you four super simple frameworks, just like the one that I'm about to walk you through in a moment, so that you can give better feedback, delegate more effectively, and make difficult conversations a breeze. Why? So that you can start boosting engagement and motivation for your people right now and to make life easier for you as manager right now. Get it free by simply heading over to makingamanager.com. That's makingamanager.com. My gift to you. All right, difficult conversations. First of all, we all do things at work that sometimes scare the shit out of us, don't we? And when we're deciding whether and how to do that thing, we might need a little injection of courage to get us over the line of that fear, right? So I'm going to tell you a quick story just to put things into context for you, to get you more comfortable with fear and discomfort. In fact, I'm going to be giving you a new definition of fear and courage. You might know that years ago, before catching the management bug, I got myself a Juris Doctor and became a lawyer. Well, when I was freshly out of law school, the prospect of fronting up before a judge or a magistrate on behalf of a client scared the crap out of me. A courtroom can be an intimidating place to spend your time. Anyway, a partner of one of the firms that I was working for at the time told me something that I'd never forget. I and another young lawyer I was with at the time both had hearings scheduled for that day. The partner asked us both if we were both feeling nervous or scared and I naturally put my hand up while my colleague, well, she stayed silent. The partner responded by saying, well, at least one of you is telling the truth, but here's the difference between fear and courage. Fear is wetting your pants and just standing there, while courage is doing what you're supposed to do with wet pants. Pretty good quote, eh? Well, 
I've since learned that that quote was originally from marketing legend Dan Sullivan, and it was about his grenade instructor when he was in the US Army, which kind of takes the romance out of it a bit for me, doesn't it? But the lesson's the same. Courage is never comfortable. Courage is usually depicted as someone feeling absolutely certain about taking an action in a certain situation. But that's not courage. That's just confidence. The difference between courage and confidence is that confidence feels good. We like feeling confident. Courage, on the other hand, is doing what we're supposed to do despite feeling the discomfort and the lack of confidence. So what does that story have to do with you? Well, throughout your work life, you are going to be doing things that scare you, frighten you, and make you doubt yourself. But here's the thing. That's okay. That's just being human. The trick is to embrace that fear or apprehension and have the courage to carry on anyway and get the job at hand done. And over time, sure enough, your confidence will grow and the courage required to perform the task will reduce. And it's my hope that If the job at hand is to have a difficult conversation with an employee, then this episode will make that task a whole lot easier and shorten the time frame that you'll have walking around in fear-soaked, wet underpants. So here's the thing. Difficult conversations with employees, well, they used to make me want to breathe into a paper bag. And you probably know how it goes. You and one of your employees, let's call him Derek, just do not get on. And you've both had a major disagreement. Now things have become more awkward than a first date and less productive than watching my mum use Bing to get to Google just to read her emails. Anyway, it needs to be fixed. So you and Derek have both just sat down together to try and address it. But steady on, while you've got to have a conversation with Derek to address the bad blood, you also want him to become a valuable and productive part of your team. So you don't want him to get even more offside if you can help it. So what do you do? Well, there's a solution that's easier than you think. It's a simple three-step model that I call the difficult conversations model. Essentially, you want to focus your conversation on three things. Facts, feelings, and identity. And in that order too. So, first up, you need to cover the facts. You and Derek are probably going to be seeing things from different perspectives. So, you both need to acknowledge that there are multiple perceptions and realities here. You might view Derek as lazy and careless because he's always arriving late and often missing his deadlines, yet maybe Derek views you as a cold and unsympathetic manager for whatever it is that is making him late and missing those deadlines. So what you want to do at this first stage, which is titled Facts, is that you want to share each other's story or perception of whatever reality it is that you are both separately living in. But there's one caveat. Try to resist spending too much time on this. You want to avoid arguing with Derek over the facts. All you have to do is simply share each other's perspectives and then move on to the next stage, which is feelings, step two. Feelings is where you want to invite Derek to tell you how he feels about these facts. And you, in turn, will share with Derek exactly how you feel about those facts. Again, it's important to avoid dwelling too much on these feelings. You want to avoid ruminating with Derek. All you want to do is just get those feelings voiced and then move forward to the third and final stage, which is identity. At this stage, you and Derek need to acknowledge that you are both unique and complex individuals, because we all are, even Derek. 
And in acknowledging this, you can now talk with Derek about how to move forward together in a more positive and constructive way. Now, I know it sounds pretty simple, and in reality, you're probably thinking it's never that easy. But it's a simple three-part conversation that gets you and Derek, or whoever else it is that you're speaking to, to understand and empathize with one another. Here's the thing. The difficult conversation model isn't going to single-handedly solve the problem at hand. But going through these three steps, facts, feelings, and identity, will get you and your employee into a space where you can both talk openly and constructively together on the issue at hand, thereby maximizing the chance of making the outcome of that conversation fruitful for both you and for the employee. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, go to makingamanager.com. That's makingamanager.com. On that webpage, you'll see that I'm giving away my complete employee feedback swipe file. No, this isn't some kind of clearance of old stuff that's no good. This is a swag of full-fledged, really helpful, evidence-based rules and tactics built specifically for managers like you who want to become more persuasive and effective at giving feedback and having difficult conversations with your employees. Download and copy these plug-and-play templates in the order that I deliver them to you, and I sincerely believe that if you implement what I share with you, then this year will be fantastic. Again, it's completely free. There are no tricks to this offer, by the way. Go to makingamanager.com and get it while the getting's good. And that's a wrap. Now go on, get out there and kick some ass, stay awesome, and thanks for listening. <laughs>